0: Hi, I'm TJ Thomas and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome to Therapy Thursday. Today's topic is going to be a little bit different than normal. Now, I started this account not only to share helpful information and tips around emotional health and mental well-being, but to try to end the stigma around mental health and therapy in general. And sadly, one thing that we know that's true about almost all stigmas is that they come from misinformation or misunderstandings. So to that end, every once in a while, I'll use Therapy Thursday to share information about the science behind diagnosing and how the information may be different than the stereotypes that you've been believing. So with that in mind, any time a mental health professional is giving a diagnosis of any kind, it's coming from what we call the DSM-5, The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Now this is created by the American Psychological Association and is currently in its fifth edition. This gets updated pretty frequently as we learn more and more about these mental disorders. This right here is a small pocket version. The pocket version has nearly 400 pages. The larger version, it's quite a lot to go through. This is a challenge for even a mental health professional to know front to back and perfectly. So of course, the vast majority of people who aren't in the mental health profession aren't gonna know most of the ins and outs of it. This is unfortunately where a lot of the misunderstandings and stigma come from when it comes to certain disorders in particular. Now just like as a culture, we continually move away from insults that are insensitive towards groups of people, we also need to be very careful about the way we use language pertaining to mental health and how it can further stigmatize those groups. So today I want to talk about one such disorder that gets misunderstood and unfortunately the label is used disparagingly quite a lot. That disorder is obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. Now most of the time when you hear people talking about OCD it's in a way that's joking about someone being a neat freak. It's someone having to adjust the picture frame to make sure it's straight and being like oh sorry I'm kind of OCD or they go clean and like oh my OCD is showing but that's actually not what OCD is real obsessive compulsive disorder actually has nothing to do with cleanliness or orderliness or straight lines or anything like that. Obsessive compulsive disorder includes the presence of two things, obsessions and compulsions. Makes sense. Obsessions are explained by the DSM to be recurrent and intrusive thoughts, urges, or images that come to the person and create a significant amount of disturbance and that they try to push away but they can't. These obsessions are often very anxiety and stress producing and usually center around fears relating to harm for self or others, or other misfortunes that can befall them. So that's the obsessions part. Now for the compulsions. Compulsions are considered to be acts that the individual feels driven or compelled to do to try to prevent the obsession. But, importantly, the compulsions are not directly related to actually preventing that obsession. For example, if a person has obsessive, intrusive thoughts of an intruder coming into their home, And their compulsion for dealing with that is going around and making sure all of the doors are locked and the security alarm is checked. That's pretty directly related to that obsession. But if a person has to go around the house and check all the locks and the alarm four different times before they feel safe enough to go to bed, that is a compulsion because it's not connected in a realistic way to the fear or the obsession. But the compulsions can also be completely unrelated to the obsession. For example, needing to flip a light switch on and off odd number of times before they go to bed or else they won't wake up in the morning. So it's when the compulsion is completely out of line or unconnected in a realistic way to the obsession, that is when we consider those obsessions and compulsions to be in line for an OCD diagnosis. In addition, these obsessions and compulsions need to be either time consuming on the person or very taxing on their daily life and cause distress in their daily areas of functioning. Now, of course, this is a very brief overview of obsessive compulsive disorder, but this is the reason why when people say things like, oh yeah, my house just has to be so neat and clean, I'm a little bit OCD, that's actually not at all what it is. But unfortunately, using a label of a mental disorder, even as a joke, and even if unintentionally, in that sort of a way, further stigmatizes and shames people who actually have that disorder. Now what most people are thinking of when they talk about OCD and they talk about needing things to be perfect and neat and the straight lines and the cleanliness and all that is actually obsessive compulsive personality disorder, OCPD. I know it's only one letter off, but it actually is a really, really big difference. We won't go all the way into what OCPD is, but just suffice it to say that it is a heavy preoccupation with rules, order, structure, and cleanliness at its most basic. So that's today's explanation of one of, unfortunately, many poorly understood mental health concerns. My invitation to you is remove talking about OCD to talk about need for cleanliness or these sorts of other types of things from your vocabulary. First, because it's not accurate. And second, because even if it was accurate, it's adding to the stigma around a mental health disorder. Which isn't cool. Thank you for watching today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and the educational material. I hope in the future to do more episodes like this to give information and education on misunderstood diagnoses. If there's one that you'd like to particularly see covered, please message me and I'll do my best to be able to present the information about it. And of course, as always, if you have any other questions, comments, or topics you'd like to see covered, let me know. Thanks again for watching and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.